Hello, and welcome to the Elsa Kurt Show. I'm Elsa Kurt, and today I have some very, very special guests. I am beyond excited to bring to you Officer Capri, Bill Nordbrock, and Mom. Mom, I don't know your name. Stephanie. Stephanie, I'm so sorry. So, hi, guys. Everybody, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you being here and taking time out of your day for me and all our listeners. <laughs> Um, so, so Bill, I'm going to start with you. I would love for you to give me a little bit of backstory of how you met, uh, officer Capri, or do I call you Ranger Capri? I can call you both, right? Can I call you both? Is that okay? Yeah. Either or I'm going to bounce around. I'm going back and forth. (laughs) All right, Bill, how did you meet Ranger Capri? Well, let's see. And uh, Stephanie and Capri, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was about two years ago, right? Up, yeah, April, maybe two years ago, right after COVID hit, I was on uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb's Facebook page and I saw a post where Stephanie had called out a request for help for her little daughter having her, I believe, her eighth birthday. And all Ranger Capri wanted was one police officer to drive by her house with the red and blues, just a mm-hmm. reminder of home. She comes from a long line of a family with a long line of law enforcement history and cooped up. A young girl just moved to the Phoenix area, stuck in with COVID for 90 days. She was obviously pent up and that's all she wanted for her birthday. And so when I saw the post, I said, I don't know what I can do to help, but I'll try and uh, you'll hear the rest of the story, but the uh, procession that ensued uh, brought tears to my eyes and changed Capri's life, I think, and uh, was absolutely, it was impressive. The procession was two, three blocks long. First responders from all over the state showed up. That's but amazing. More details on that later. <laughs> now, uh, Stephanie, Capri, Capri, either one of you can answer, or both can take turns answering. Um what was your expectation when you when you put Stephanie when you put that message out? Did you think it would have the response and the reaction that it did? No, no, not at all. <laughs> we had zero expectation, only because it was COVID. You know what I mean? There wasn't. There was just so the dynamic of the world was just so crazy, and we were also dealing with a lot of criticism with police officers and stuff like that. And so being a family that was affected so much by the hate that we were getting, that was really what inspired Capri to want, Hey, I want them to come to my house. I want to see one of them. I want to say hi. Yeah. We started watching live PD. Uh, cool. And stop watching. And, yeah, we couldn't stop watching it. And of course we were stuck at home. So we were mm-hmm. like, and she just like, mom, wouldn't that be just so cool if one of them came by? I was like, that would be really cool. And that's really what sparked the post because we had already had, I'd already reached out to some friends and had them send postcards for her birthday. Like I was already trying to do other things to spark this to happen. And I had the picture was Capri holding a postcard because that was the very first thing she had gotten for her birthday that year was a postcard. And I was like, okay, well maybe if I did it this way as well, cause I had, had asked, Hey, if anybody from around the country wanted to send her, you know, a postcard, that would be great. Well, it turned into something way, bless you. Bless you. <laughs> it turned into something way bigger than we could have even imagined. 
That is absolutely amazing. So now, I mean, any any guess of how many uh, rangers and, and police officers and cruisers and all of that showed up for for uh, the drive 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 through drive by? Um, twenty five cars. No, oh. no, way more. We have video of it. You know, Fox News. Remember, <laughs> it was a lot more than that. Oh, but let me set cool. it up a little bit. Because it was about two weeks or so before Capri's birthday. So we didn't have much time. Um, I live in Tucson. They're up in the Phoenix area, separated by a couple of hundred miles. We don't work with a lot of law enforcement agencies in Phoenix, at least my company directly. So I didn't know what kind of reach or effect we would have. I reached out to a few key connections, Pima County Sheriff's Public Information Officer here in Tucson, um, a former ranger who's now police chief with another department. That was about it. And I let them know about this and sent them the information and they put it out to all of the chiefs of every agency in the state of Arizona, who then I guess shared it with all of the powers that be, I guess, with multiple first responders, medics and fire. And all of a sudden within like 24, 48 hours, my phone started ringing and my email started blowing up and it got exponentially bigger and bigger as each day went on. And pretty soon I was literally working eight hours a day, nine hours a day, fielding phone calls and requests to send gifts from all over, not just the nation, but internationally. Uh, Officers and first responders started mailing birthday packages to Capri. And I mean, I didn't expect that. Um, So I spent most of my time dealing with all of that. And then here comes May 2nd, Capri's birthday. And I don't really know for sure who's going up there, who's going to be in the procession, but I knew I was driving up from Tucson and I had a couple Rangers with me and a few of our Rangers in Phoenix were going to be there. So I knew we'd have a couple and uh, we got there early. There was a designated meeting area, a few blocks from Capri's house in a big vacant dirt lot. And I'm there probably almost an hour early and there's 40 vehicles there. And I couldn't believe it. And they kept coming and coming and coming and, I'm telling you what, when we drove into the neighborhood and started turning the corners, the procession was a couple of blocks long. Fox News was there. Uh, We didn't really know for sure they were coming. Uh, And then what was really cool is all of the officers, all of the first responders had a gift for Capri. So they all stopped and they took up both sides of the street, more than a block long. They were parked around the corners and all of the first responders got out and walked over to Capri, who was sitting in her driveway with her family, and they handed her gifts one at a time. And man, I'm telling you what, I I I, I was welling up, and it was something I mean, special. Yeah, I'm sitting here trying not to cry myself. Thank you. <laughs> I just my <laughs> yeah. heart is like huge right now, just it's hearing like, this. Mommy, and, don't cry. Mommy, okay, don't yeah, cry. Yeah, mommy, don't cry. I know. I'm like sitting here. I'm like, well, they maybe if I just put the thing on somebody else, I can fan my my eyes here. Um, so amazing. And, and I'm, I have to be honest, I'm not even a little bit surprised. I I know how beautiful and loving, uh, our law enforcement, our first responder community is. And, uh, especially when it comes to children, uh, our, our hearts just, you know, the minute we see something like that, we cannot bear for a moment, the thought of a, of a child feeling at all, uh, sad in, in any way, shape or form. So, um, I, my heart is just overwhelmed with with happiness to hear that, but not surprised. It's uh, uh-huh. it's so great. Um, 
And that, of course, sparked this now longstanding relationship with you, Bill, and Stephanie and Capri and their family. So, I mean, it not only did this turn out to be a great um, a great moment in time, but it actually created a, a really special bond between all of you, which is beautiful. Oh, yeah. He's not Bill. He's Uncle Bill now. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That is so sweet. And and Bill, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You started a GoFundMe page for Capri. Is that correct? Yeah, we we did. That was right around that same time. And I don't know. Uh, Capri has some. Um, Stephanie, is it okay to talk a little bit about Capri's medical um, challenges? Mm-hmm. So when I first met Capri, when she was eight years old, she was a pretty normal little girl running around, um, just celebrating her birthday. It, it was the first time I met her was actually on her birthday that day. And since then, in the last, and, it, and it's been what, just two years? Two years. Um, she mm-hmm. has, and maybe Stephanie, you can summarize some of these challenges, but she's had more medical challenges than anyone I've ever met in my life has ever had in their lifetime. She's endured just in the last two years, serious, serious stuff to where, you know, uh, uh, and Seth, I'll just pass it on to you just in the last couple of years. What kind of changes have you seen in Capri? Feel free to jump in there. How's it affected your life? Um, so right about a year after we met Bill, Capri started having some visual issues. Um, I mean, it was serious, but it wasn't anything that we really were like worried, worried about. And we took her in because the school was like, Hey, you know, she needs to, um, get her eyes checked and stuff like that. And so we took her in to get her eyes checked and the over here at nation's vet or nation nationwide vision or something like that. I don't know wherever one of those places are up here. He was like, hey, I can't give her the prescription that she needs. You need to go to see a pediatric ophthalmologist. And so, of course, wait time for the pediatric ophthalmologist was about six weeks. Um, And they couldn't get us in right away. But we I was taking care of a couple fosters over 2020 and was already seeing an ophthalmologist with them. And so I called him. He got her in. And that same day, she actually was scheduled for surgery the very next day. Both of her eyes had blood clots in them. They had occlusions. She um, could not see at all. And she was telling me over 2020 because she was on the computer. Mm. She was telling she could not follow the cursor. And of course, I had the two babies with me. So I was doing my best to help her navigate and take care of these children. And I finally told the teacher, I'm like, listen, I I can't do this. Something has to give. She's falling behind. She can't see the screen. I'm waiting for her to get into ophthalmologist. I mean, it was just a hassle. There just was a lot going on in that little bit of time. Yeah. She had uh, surgery less than 24 hours later. And then every month after that, she's had a procedure since. Um, and kind of, kind of what's going on in layman's terms, Elsa, is uh, she, Capri, I think, was diagnosed with a kind of a rare form of muscular dystrophy. Uh, very I, rare form. They think. They're not even sure. But that affected um, 
some of her muscular development. She had peripheral neuropathy. Uh, she went from walking pretty much unassisted when I met her to using uh, crutches and braces. And then now she's in a wheelchair. And now they think, you know, if things don't change and they don't reverse this, that if it uh, continues to deteriorate, uh, she may be confined to a wheelchair uh, permanently. Um, and one of the side effects they can't explain, none of the specialists can explain, is some swelling on the brain that put pressure on the optical nerve, which cut off, yeah, yeah. That cut off the blood flow. Um, uh, was it to her right eye? Yes. And she pretty much was totally blind yes, in the right did. eye? Yes. She and is. So, they, yeah. can't, they can't repair that. And yeah. so when we saw that, that obviously is is... I mean, super sad. You wouldn't want that on anybody. But during this whole time, while I'm seeing from my perspective, uh, Capri suffer with unimaginable medical challenges every single weekend, even though she's going in and out of doctors, getting bad news from different specialists, she never, ever, not even once stopped showing love to the law enforcement first responder community. Like literally every week, her and her family are going somewhere in the state, um, going to rallies and fundraisers and bringing officers lunch and pulling them over like uh, on the side of the street and telling them how much she loves them. Uh, they bought a, a little police uniform and uh, she that's how she got her name, Officer Capri. She looked like a little officer and she started going around and bringing the awareness to other kids and, and just showing open support to law enforcement. Even though she was getting some of the worst news of her life, she never, ever let it get down, let her get her down. And that resiliency and that strength is something that, you know, normally you don't expect to learn that lesson from an eight-year-old girl. And uh, it taught me a whole bunch. And that's about when I started that GoFundMe page, just to help them with a little bit of those medical expenses because you, as you can imagine, it's, it's staggering. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And we're going to, by the way, we're going to put all that, that link up for anyone and everyone who would like to help out. And, uh, you know, as we always say with things like this, if you are unable financially to donate, please share. Um, and, and that's okay. Nobody, you know, everybody understands that, but, uh, if you share, it, it gives, uh, more exposure to more people who, maybe can help. So um, that's incredible. Um, everything about this, uh, I, first of all, I, I want the three of you to be very proud of me that I am not a bucket of tears <laughs> right now. <laughs> I want props for <laughs> You don't hey, know me, but I, I have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, Capri, you are a very, very special young lady. And um, you are a really great role model for many, many adults. Never mind kids. Kids too, of course. But uh, you, you have a lot to teach to us adults, and uh, I, I thank you for being who you are and the kind of person that you are. You're, you're pretty stinking amazing, young lady. <laughs> it sounded like I was yelling at you, young lady. No, I'm not yelling at you. <laughs> um. Yeah. So what, what I also love, everything I love about this story, but one of the things that I love is that Capri's mission is to um, show other kids all of the good that there is about and in law enforcement. And um, boy, oh boy, you know, this is a time where we need exactly that. We need people like Capri 
um, who are unafraid and who boldly go out there and say, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, take part in this negative uh, attitude and mindset because I know better and I'm going to show you, I'm going to tell you. And, and like Bill was just saying, you go out every week and support law enforcement. And I, I love this beautiful relationship that law enforcement has with you because there's that same level of uh, protectiveness and devotion for you. So it's it's a joy to watch and uh, I'm excited to participate in, in my little way, shape and form, however I can for sure. Well, so, thank you for that. oh, you're very welcome. Um, so what is next on tap for you guys? You have anything coming up this weekend? This weekend, Huh? Oh, yes. Well, she has uh, her procedure this weekend. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she's a little busy this yep. weekend. A little yep. tied so up. This, yep. She's all tied up. <laughs> so she'll be yeah. recovering and everything like that. But our next big thing is for the foundation that um, also supports her with canines. So they've included oh. her. Yeah. They're going to go down and do a huge event and everything like that in Prescott, which is a couple hours away. They seem to like to invite her to go to really nice places. And, you know, we like to go well, because one, <laughs> nice and cool. Yeah. <laughs> like some, some cooler places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're welcome to come here, but you're going to freeze. It's awfully cold over here. We were, Bill, we were just talking about that before you came on. I, I, the question I always ask people in warmer states is, how warm is it? Just tell me. And uh, yeah, so I think you said what you guys are around 70 degrees right now. And, and I'm at about 15 degrees right oh. now. See? Yeah. <laughs> hey, how much is a one-way ticket to Tucson? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. She said pretty, she was headed on to that plane. right now. She's coming. <laughs> yeah, I know. Excuse me while I just walk off this interview and, and show up on your doorstep. <laughs> Oh, guys, I I can't thank you enough for coming on the show again and uh, spending some time with me. This was so wonderful to get to meet all of you and to hear this story. Um, Tell everybody where we can find you, Capri. I know you have a a Facebook page, right? Could you tell them what the Facebook page is? Officer. Officer Capri. Officer Capri. So at Officer Capri, you can find her. Perfect. Outstanding. And uh, like I said, we'll put up those links and, and all of that stuff because we we want to help one of our helpers, uh, one of our defenders and protectors. So um, we definitely want to spread the word. So guys, I, I would love to have you back on again another time. You can give me some updates and, and let me know what's new and how things are going. I want to check in on you, Capri. Um, I want to also wish you best of luck and very speedy recovery from your next procedure. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much. No, thank you for having us. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Hey, good to see you guys. I appreciate it, Elsa. Thank you. Yes, you're very welcome. (laughs) And we will talk soon. Thank you so much. Yes, talk to you later. Bye. Hey, love you guys. Love you too. Bye. Uh, bye -bye. Mm Bye-bye. So today, you are becoming the only other motor officer in the Arizona Ranger. Who's going to get you up here? Who's going to get you up?
Where's the car? Oops. Yep. It's just moving.